Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. For some people, there are going to be some misconceptions that you have been hanging on to around Christmas time, which have been passed down to you by tradition or by folklore or whatever, that are going to be shattered because those stories are not in alignment with Scripture. And this just reminds us of a great principle for life. If you're serious about God, serious about God's Word, serious about Christ, serious about the gospel of Christ, and that is, if we're given the choice to choose between what Scripture clearly teaches and something else that's not in alignment with Scripture, we always align ourselves with Scripture. So yesterday, we learned about how the wise men had seen this star, and they consulted with Herod the king, and Herod acted like he wanted to worship Jesus, this new king of the Jews that had been born, but really he was threatened by Jesus, and so he's asking for the wise men's help, and that's where we pick it up here. After listening Listening to the king, they went on their way, the wise men that is, and behold, the star that they had seen, when it rose, went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. Now stop right there. Remember yesterday we talked about how this star maybe wasn't necessarily a star. That doesn't mean scripture is not accurate. It looked like a star, so that's why they're describing it as a star. Probably was not a natural a natural phenomenon, not a comet or an asteroid or some planet that was aligned in a certain way, but was a supernatural thing that moved along before them and then it came to rest over where the child was. Now, if I were to stop right now and say, so where was the child? What would be your answer? I think most people's answer would be, well, the child is in the manger, in the stable, of course, in Bethlehem. It's not what the Bible says. So let's check this out. Verse 10. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. This is remarkable on a couple different points. First of all, they're in a house. This actually could have happened anywhere up to when Jesus was two years old. Bethlehem is about six miles from Jerusalem. They came down from Jerusalem to be counted. We're going to learn about that in the book of Luke when we get there, to be part of this census because they're the family of David. And the baby was born in a manger in Bethlehem, but the wise men didn't get there that night. A lot of us have nativity scenes, and part of those nativity scenes are the wise men on camels carrying gifts, but they weren't there the night Jesus was born the same way the shepherds were with Mary and Joseph, etc. This was up to two years after Jesus was born. In fact, I'm such a stickler about this that I will not allow my kids to put the wise men on our nativity scene. At the very most, I'll let them put the wise men far to the east, like on the east side of the room or the east side of our house, because I don't want to teach my kids false things. The wise men were not there. And the baby Jesus, when they did get there, was up to maybe two years old. This has somehow been lost in the traditions around Christmas that we celebrate at least here in the West. The other thing that's remarkable about this is when they saw the child and Mary, his mother, they fell down and worshiped him. Do you remember who these guys are? Are these guys Jewish 
people who have been taught the story of God and his redemptive plan from the day they were born? No. These are outsiders. These are people who do not know the one true God. They've studied all kinds of different religions and mysteries and astrology. And here they are recognizing, at least to a degree, the significance of of this baby, something that even the Jewish people of the day refused to believe and refused to believe, frankly, throughout his whole life, through his death and resurrection. So this is a nod to the idea that outsiders will embrace the message of the gospel. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Let's check that last verse. Remember Herod told them, when you find out where this baby's at, let me know so I can go worship him. Well, he was blowing smoke at them and they have this revealed to them in a dream. Don't go back to Herod. This guy's playing games. And so they went back to their own country a different way, skipped out on Herod. And therefore Herod never knew the intelligence that they had gathered, namely where this Christ child was. So gold, frankincense, and myrrh, what's that all about? Why did they bring them those things? Well, some people believe that they were providential gifts given to Mary and Joseph and Jesus before they fled to Egypt. We're going to talk about them fleeing to Egypt tomorrow. And that's certainly a possibility. Others have said, that they are symbolic, referring to the spiritual significance of who Jesus would become. Gold represents his kingship. Frankincense is a symbol of his priestly role, the incense that the priests would, through the burnt offerings, offer up to the Lord. And myrrh is a prefiguring of his death. It's an embalming agent. Other people have used gold, frankincense, and myrrh to guide the way that they give gifts to their kids at Christmas. So they give their kids three gifts. The gold one is the most valuable one, the one that the kid wants the most. Frankincense is something that is given to them that has to do with their relationship with the Lord. And the myrrh gift is a gift that is for their body. There's a lot of ways to interpret gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It certainly had significance. Whether we understand fully what that is or not, I don't know. But this is remarkable. And uh, it's time to update your nativity scenes next year. The wise men weren't there. And when they did come, Jesus was in a house and maybe as old as two years. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.